0: G'day golfers. Ever found yourself redirecting blame and making excuses after having an absolute shocker on a golf course? I know that I have. Range was closed, I was a little cold, didn't warm up, I hit it in those three old divots? Then we have the podcast for you. We focus on how to fundamentally own your swing. Strike it pure and consistently shoot in the 70s. Be it if you're a weekend hack, retired and playing daily, a school phenom or a tour professional. We present and discuss facts and physics pertaining to golf, trying to keep our ego and opinion at bay. We dispel myths such as keep your head down, bend your knees, or my all-time favourite, game improvement irons. So stop drinking that mythical Kool-Aid and have a sip of ours. I think you'll find it both inspiring and refreshing. I'm Scott Young, founder of Swing, PGA professional and ex-tour player. And together with physical therapist, Dr. Sean Joyce, welcome to pivot the path g'day golfers and welcome sj good morning sir good morning how are you
1: uh, doing well we uh narrowly escaped this big storm in the city here so sounds like a different story for you yeah they closed north.
0: the schools here in new york but yet there's no snow. nothing but yeah. that's cool we understand that there's a lot more logistics involved so thank you for looking after our kids yes are we we actually had a pretty dodgy little drive in. It was actually yeah? snowing quite a bit up at home. It only started at four this morning, started okay. when we basically got up. So it's. Um, so you it's might not crazy. get what was predicted the city Six to get. or seven inches, my guess. Okay. Yeah. Snow day for us. Yeah. Uh, so the kids are at home. So they're loving that. New, <laughs> New York City snow day. They're virtual. Which that's
1: rough. That's I can't believe tough. they've taken the snow day away.
0: There's no more sledding at oh. Central Park. They're at school.
1: That's a thing of the past. It's a thing I'm of the past. I'm glad that that virtual option wasn't around when I was coming up.
0: Yeah. Are we, we're not in virtual, are we? No, we do not do virtual. So oh, Matilda, Isabella, Valentina, and Colt are just, they're just chilling they're today. Good yeah. for them. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's it's great. We got snow right now, but you know, two days ago, I was out playing golf. So
0: That is so awesome. How'd you play?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Talk us through it. Didn't hit the ball great, but I've had a really good strategy there was something you um had talked to me about after your trip to stream song and a video you sent me that just stuck with me and i just kind of played that all day and which was what did,
0: what did okay you so
1: you sent me a video on one of those holes there was water trouble on the right side and you were just playing a big a big fade and i think the words you said was we're going to start it away from trouble and turn it towards trouble yeah um and then in the video you stripe it did exactly that and um uh, I played at Van Cortlandt Park, which anyone who's listened who's played there. It's not a very long course. A little tricky, but if you put yourself in good position, super scoreable. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I had my distance. I wanted to hit the ball too where I could just hit my comfortable wedge shot. And, what,
0: and where are you landing on that now? Is that pitching wedge one, or sand iron?
1: I like uh, a 54 degree. I'll I'll get okay. like the 110, 115 range. Love it. Yep. Um, but it was all day, you know, just started away from trouble, turn it back. So... Uh, most of the simple, times right? it worked well and i just was confident in what i was doing every tee box i didn't guess i wasn't unsure every time so target, just on that shape if done. you've
0: got a fairway and you think of trees on the left fairway trees on the right and if on the right hand trees it was all water what sean was basically saying was and, and this is kind of where i think and now i remember having a chat with john surhan i haven't spoken to johnny for 25 years but we're in eleanor golf club, which has lots of water in Sydney. Mm -hmm. And John and I had this great debate on do you work the ball towards trouble or away from trouble and objectively looking back again, if we've got a fairway with trees on the left, water on the right, to me, you start with your club face square, Mm -hmm. which means if I start with my club face pointing at the water, and i return it square i'm going to hit it in the water so to yeah. me it doesn't make sense starting at trouble moving it away yeah it makes sense in this particular instance starting at left trees so your club face points to the left trees mm-hmm. which means you return your club face to where you started well that's pretty simple yeah and then if you open your stance you hit your little fade yeah yeah
1: so i think it's i mean and i don't know exactly what the data would be behind this but it seems more likely that the ball moves a little less than you expected to than more
0: yeah i think sj because you now control your ball flight you realize that it's not that hard i mean yeah. it's not that
1: you have hard. to trust it you that's just have to trust that's the hardest part get out of your own way yeah so but when i missed it was just in the rough
0: yeah remember far. you've got 60 yards or thereabouts where you don't have, where you can miss a golf shot yeah. so my point is if you can stand on any given golf shot, other than bunkers where we get a little face changing. Mm -hmm. But if you can stand on any given golf shot and say, I need to start the ball here, point A, and I'm going to return the club face to the same point A with speed, golf's pretty simple. If you don't curve it exactly right, but you start it on your intended line, which is how you – and obviously SJ and I are going to play a lot of golf. Every time we play, we're going to say, I'm going to start this at this tree and I'm going to fade or I'm going to start this at this Mm -hmm. house and draw it once you learn that controlling ball flight is really simple yeah golf all of a sudden is not that hard
1: yeah and pretty pretty fun when it works out and then i just wasn't stressed so i knew all right if i overcook this and it fades too much or it just goes straight i'm not worried about losing the ball i might be in the rough but stress free
0: and and obviously the, 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 the golfers uh listening don't know tommy and and pat yeah. Two Aussies. Yeah, I was like out with a couple
1: Aussies. swing members and good friends of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, T-
0: Tom was the best I've seen him swing it in
1: here. Yeah, same with Pat out there. They we had a great day because they were playing their shot and yeah, um they get it. and they've been in here practicing a lot lately yeah. and, and you could see it on course and they they felt the difference which was pretty cool. But I remember at the beginning Pat was saying. Um, you know, he wanted to play a draw, and that's what he's been working on, but he just had a fade
0: yeah. on Sunday. He was probably a little tight. And
1: yeah, and so I said, just play it. And he said, all right, and mentally made the decision, the play it. Yeah. And all day he had just these tight little bullet that's, fades. And we just
0: got him a, a really lovely set of, uh, of non-gear effect golf clubs. He's yeah. come from these clunky, chunky things to a really slim, almost blade. These and
1: beautiful just, MP32 Mizunos. Yeah um a work of art yeah and he hit him great best i've seen him hit the ball no, that's good by far so it was, it well was done good, lads yeah for a winter round man yeah. really a lot of positives to take away and I'm so what pat will do out. he'll
0: come in today and he'll be a little outside in so we're going to double down on getting pat from the inside what yeah. again why swing is a little different is that golfers understand that when they are left on their own devices they'll get a little armsy they'll mm-hmm. get a little outside in but coming into swing we've got metrics here and we'll get him back to the inside and. He'll be away. Yeah. Good to go. And news from the fairways, mate. News from the fairways. We had an interesting week again. Yeah. yeah. What should we do? Should we start with Pete? Why don't we start with Liv? Yeah. Okay. The Dustin who's ranked outside 250 in the world now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how stupid's that? Uh, just smashes a bit of live and, and, uh, shoots 12 under to win is four or five mil.
1: Individual title. Loves that. Um, and I believe second year in a row. Yeah. He's playing Um, well. I mean, he's such a good player. Like we said last week, you know, he's ranked 200 some in the world rankings, but just took the individual title. on. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, he gets a start in the majors obviously Mm -hmm. because he's won the masters and, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the PGA actually. Yeah. The U S open, he gets a start, but I don't know about. The British and the PGA. So anyway, let's not flog a dead horse. We mm-hmm. we know that there's some issues there. Uh, PGA, LPGA didn't have a have an event, and nope. the DP Tour. This is why I love DP Tour. So we had uh, we had uh, on the DP Tour, Mister Hoshino one, which is fantastic Japanese mm-hmm. golfer. Yep. And I just went through the top ten. We've got Japanese, French, German, Scottish, Welsh, Spanish, English,
1: uh, Danish. Danish
0: and I just love the fact that we're, we've got a world tour. I, I mean, I right love there, there's, are there any repeats?
1: I think it was almost 10 different countries yeah, it's in the so top good. so good. Really so everyone's
0: cool. a little different. I know the American golf culture is very much focused on America. But as an Aussie, uh, I just love seeing that we've got 10 different countrymen uh, playing a golf tournament. Yeah, and I believe, awesome. and I don't know Greg, uh, I believe that's what Greg had in mind all along let's mm. have a world tour so the yeah. dp shout out to you guys uh and then pga tour we had the waste management yeah app.
1: rowdy one there's always. a lot
0: to unpack here let's keep yeah. it positive
1: yeah yeah but i think too with the super bowl falling you know starting right when they were going into either 18 or into the playoff mm-hmm. um i mean i think true golf fans maybe stuck around and watched but yeah a lot of people trail yeah. off and they move to the super bowl of course all right
0: To so back it up a little bit we had the waste management and shout out to to my to my dear mate James Nitties, who's now the broadcaster on the uh, on the uh, secondary tour and, and Nitz, you should be on PGA Tour broadcast. He's so funny, James. Anyway, I remember James was leading that waste management on main tour probably about ten years ago. Okay, and he said, and James is a very mentally tough guy, uh-huh. and he said it was the most nervous he's ever been on sixteen. <laughs> he said it was just. Insane, yeah. Like uh, back then, it probably wasn't as big as it is now. I think back then it was still one or two levels. Okay, he said like fifty thousand people within ten feet of you, type of it's thing. Insane, insane. It's
1: got to be the noise that you would hear on sixteen. It's got to be louder for anyone playing a golf hole than any other hole. Yeah,
0: and then Scotty Scheffler nearly, nearly hold it. Yeah, in the yeah, last round, put it round. to about a foot. About a foot.
1: Uh, we didn't get the hole in one this year in the beer yeah. showers and he
0: copped an absolute negative hammering. Uh, Amongst the customer for the actual way the event was run, just Mm -hmm. they said everyone was getting hammered and it it turned into a bit of a a, a loosey goosey. So I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if waste management this week are looking at their numbers and PR. And I mean, as I say, there's no no bad. What is it? There's no Mm -hmm. such thing as bad PR. It's just PR. Bad press. Uh, But I feel, as a bit of a purist, I guess that it took away from the event. Uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts there?
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes I like to see when golf gets a little bit more relaxed and and less traditionally like serious. It
0: certainly was relaxed, but it maybe went <laughs> a
1: little too far one end of the spectrum. But you yeah. know, I, I know we had a couple of swing members here who who went and actually um, we haven't spoken to Henry yet. I'm really curious to see how yeah. their experience was. You know, you can make your uh, assumptions from watching on TV and what you see on Twitter, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious him being there. Boots on the ground. Yeah, so we'll, we'll
0: report back next week after we speak to our two yeah. guys who went mm-hmm. uh, and just shout out to Nick Taylor. I mean, the guy finished birdie, birdie, par, birdie. Yeah. Birdied first playoff hole with, with Mr. Hoffman. Birdied the second playoff hole and looked like, to your point, you said about 20 minutes ago, he Could have booted that every time he played it.
1: He just it was non stop. I he mean, he's a he,
0: pressure machine,
1: yeah. And he just was putting so well, he just hit the same shots over and over yeah. again. It was just like rinse and repeat. Yeah, um, he was going to win that tournament unless Charlie Hoffman did something I, I, crazy.
0: I mean, Charlie's our at my age, he's 48 and nearly 49, so he's got seniors in another, you know, year and a half, mm-hmm. and he's crushing it. I mean, he looked. So much in control, it was lovely.
1: Yeah, and we were talking to a moment ago uh, on eighteen. He had the longest drive of the day, um, three hundred thirty-nine yards. Yeah, at forty-eight years at 48 old, forty-eight years so, old. Yeah, the speed doesn't necessarily die off or doesn't have
0: no. to. No, so there's a lot to unpack here. So we mm-hmm. shout out to to Charlie. Uh, we thought you played so well, but Nick, yeah. the way he won the the Canadian Open last year With when that. he drained that 4, and again playoff
1: foot, deep putt, gets it done. Um, man, yeah. Broke the old uh, Canadian kind of dry spell Yeah, too. 70
0: plus years yeah. without a Canadian win. Yeah,
1: so pretty cool. Oh,
0: <laughs> shout out to the KC in the house. Yeah. That means we're off to uh, some fancy restaurant, Rosie and I on the <laughs> Joyce's. Um, but that, the, the Super Bowl product was so good. I'm not sure if you were working or watched it, but yeah. I was a huge fan. I thought the whole thing was brilliant. Yeah. From the lead up to the the man of the year, to i thought usher did a great job yeah pretty fun my kids didn't didn't love yeah i think young crowds
1: may not know but i know when i saw like Ludacris pop up on stage like all right this is awesome yeah i thought it was awesome yeah and some of those old songs haven't heard in a while but you kind of grow up on her i did anyway so it was it was sweet
0: i thought usher did a great job i thought the roller skating was massive risk and he pulled it off They look everyone's a monday quarterback they punted him for apparently slipping he went under some dude's legs on roller skates in front of 40 million people like
1: pretty damn good pretty damn
0: good <laughs> i can't remember i i can't think i'd get on a pair of roller skates and go under some guy's legs
1: yeah hey that's that's a big and stage singing. right and there singing. yeah so i mean it's a big production but a lot of fun like a lot, lot of and, fun and second half of the game was, was pretty oh, awesome. it was lights out so yeah.
0: again we look at like a nick taylor and uh and a Mahomes, so calm, so yeah, present. Really impressive. Really to, impressive. On that stage. Yeah.
1: Be that collected and just, they're going to win. Yeah. They just, yeah. you Patrick
0: can, Mahomes was just, I, Rosie's obviously was very passionate because obviously she yeah. grew up on a farm just south of KC. Uh, so very KC family. Mm-hmm. And, and Rosie was like, oh, you know, do you think they're going to get it done? There was not one part of me that didn't think, He'd win. I mean, he is so calm yeah. and so poised, and he's brilliant. Like those two darting runs. So Tony Romo, with a commentator, he just said, and again, I love listening to Tony's commentary because I learn. I'm not. Yeah. I don't uh, know all the rules on on footy, uh, but he said they should never have let him run. They should have mm-hmm. known that he was going to run those two plays yeah. to, to get back in that under two minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's so good.
1: Yeah, he just seems uh, kind of like sense. Nick Taylor. Like he's just going to keep doing what he has to do yep. until uh, they win. Yeah. Um, really impressive. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. You got to got to respect it.
0: Yeah, so that's uh that's pretty insane and we love the uh the Kelsey story. Uh I do think that elder brother they had a snapshot of uh Jason and he looked a bit solemn at the at the uh, presentation of the the trophy there and one can't help that he's he might be toying with a retirement thought. And I don't know if he's ever won the Super Bowl, has he?
1: Not sure. He,
0: he did win one. The 21. boss is telling us he won one. Yep. And he just looked as though he was an athlete who had some stuff undone, but was, to me, and I don't know Jason, obviously, but he looked like he was a little torn, like he's no spring chicken. And he, yeah. his body must... Power, shout out to all the NFL guys. Like their bodies oh, must be man,
1: getting the hammered. wear and tear. has got to be up there. The with wear anything. and tear. I mean,
0: you did that as a as a Division One athlete. Your body got hammered, and mm-hmm. that I don't know if you saw there was a play where some guy got coat hanged. He he got tackled around the chest plate, and the defending uh, athlete was running full pelt, and this yeah. poor guy got hammered. And I'm like, he's won the Super Bowl, but he's probably waking up so <laughs> he's going to feel that tomorrow. Oh yeah. yeah. So shout out to, that no one appeared to get too injured, which was great. I yeah, was always good. think of injuries first uh, as a professional athlete. Your body. Yeah. And I, I teach a chap who's part owner in the in one of the NFL teams, I won't say the name, and he tells me that his athletes, <laughs> his return on investment is about four years. Okay. So if you're only returning on that investment four years of play. You know, we love when you're playing there for eight years, nine years, ten mm-hmm. years. Obviously quarterbacks are a little different because I don't get yeah, yeah, as much. Yeah. Uh so shout out to KC. That's uh, yeah. their ticket tapes tomorrow, I believe. Something Wednesday. like
1: that, yeah. And then speaking of, you know, red jerseys, we've got the launch yesterday of Tiger Sunday Red.
0: Sunday red. So yeah. hot off the press, news from the fairways. What did you think? Obviously, it only did drop last night. Yeah.
1: So the promo video is pretty sweet. Yeah. Well done. And I mean, when you just put in context of all the things he's done and how iconic that Sunday Red, you know, polo is, it's pretty cool. I think a lot of people are going to be excited to see that. The logo and the splitting up the yeah, so he's Sunday Red. I'm unsure about.
0: Tiger. That's his 15 majors. Yeah, the
1: 15 stripes. I'm on not the a tiger. massive
0: fan of Sun dash, day, dash, red, but I haven't won 15 majors, so back in my box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would love, I think Sunday red would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, But we're not quite sure of, sun represents, obviously, get out and playing, and day is, you play golf in the day. Yeah. Uh, And then red because of iconic tigers. Yeah, the
1: the old... Classic hunting people down or just yeah. taking away with the lead for so many years, as we saw. And
0: he's so smart. The whole team, Tiger team, they've got him playing the Genesis to yep. launch his brand. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the tournament uh, that he hosts. Interesting and- to see how he plays this mm-hmm. this week. There's a couple of hills involved in that golf course, so yeah. one would imagine that his lateral. You're talking about it before his lateral bend on his on his ankles not great. Yeah. So, we'll see how he plays. Uh, obviously, he's launching his brand. We'll see how that all goes.
1: So, it sounds like uh, it's going to be a standalone brand, but kind of coming under the umbrella of TaylorMade. Yeah. Um, who's his club sponsor. So, that makes a bit of sense.
0: I wonder if he's got capital investment in TaylorMade because he certainly has doubled down on TaylorMade.
1: Yeah, you'd have to think in, in some regards.
0: I mean, if I'm, t- if I'm Tiger. And we saw the glove had a logo, the hat, yeah, the clothing, yeah. You gotta think he's doing golf clubs, but maybe not.
1: Yeah, maybe. You know, I mean, I know he has his, you know, P7TW irons through TaylorMade, and um, I'm curious to see when they actually launch and have some products you can buy. What, what's on there?
0: I wonder if he's got the. Uh, what are we talking here? Monster. I wonder if he's still got Monster on his golf bag, or whether it's going to be. Yeah. How much is he going to double down on Sunday Red on? Yeah, his golf we'll bag? see.
1: I wouldn't be surprised to see everything.
0: But it kind of ties back to what we were alluding to. The golf brand is just stale from a from a customer engagement TV point of view. Like, mm-hmm. shout out to Nick Taylor. It's so impressive. But what I would love to see from a customer is let's get back to the mic mic'd up options. Yeah, I think that's I fantastic. really like
1: that. I think it makes it a bit more exciting. You get way more information too. On- yeah. What those guys are actually seeing and doing out there on the course. I mean,
0: how I think the PGA Tour, which gets back to SSG, I I just think when people aren't golf tour players, they don't. There's a gap between improving the brand awareness and brand customer acquisition. It's all customer Mm -hmm. acquisition, right? How do we get more eyeballs watching golf? Yeah, and I, I think as as good as the waste management was and you know i'm not a massive fan of seeing some dude taking his shirt off and going in a mud bath yeah. um but i would love to see that the pga tour say to their players look guys if you're going to play on our tour on our tour being owned by the golf pros yeah. then we're going to have to mic you up and yeah. you they can sit down pre-season and say right nick might say well i'm going to do weeks five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. tiger does weeks or however many he's playing yeah uh rory does weeks and rory's i'm now looking at when rory's playing specifically to see how important the event is all yeah. i'm using is rory as a litmus test if yeah. rory's not playing i know that's not that important yeah so he's playing this week mm-hmm. and maybe the pga tour can do more of that uh mic'd up fairways i think that's really important i
1: think it's so much more exciting to watch that way and the other thing too they had for a little while was the whoop straps. oh i think the, so whoop get the heart rate going supportive. i mean you imagine you know, I'm thinking of like the players, 17th hole, Island Green, Sunday, down to the wire, um, and you got their heart rate live yeah. on the TV. It's it's awesome to see. I mean,
0: imagine, here's, here's a stat, and again, it's just about customer engagement, customer acquisition. Imagine if we had Nick Taylor's whoop mm-hmm. on Thursday, Friday on the 18th fairway. Yeah. And then the playoff one and two. Yeah,
1: that's pretty cool.
0: That would be amazing to see. Now, I know, what's that chap who's the rock climber, who did the free climb?
1: Alex Handel. Alex.
0: So imagine Alex's whoop, because apparently he doesn't have a big as an the gland that secretes enzymes that produces that adrenal mm-hmm. right he he simply doesn't have that in his brain yeah so his brain's not getting as nervous as you and i yeah. we're doing a free play <laughs> come so handy it would be fascinating to me to see if someone like a Nick Taylor who appears to be a playoff machine yeah
1: and so doesn't have actually that mental yeah.
0: mental uh,
1: or is change? he just have it so under control that Heart rate spiked is but it he looks the exact skill. same as he did on Thursday. Yeah. 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 It would be fascinating. So, to, see. to me,
0: that's where you could go with the PGA Tour. But I would like to think that the Steve Cohen's of the world, and shout out, he's a brilliant man. But I don't think the Steve Cohen's of the world is going to think like it. Yet he's now got capital vested interest in the direction of the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I just would love the PGA Tour to think outside the box. To me, that would be fascinating. Yeah. Because they still are talking about Tiger. And they've got to move on. Yeah. Like they've got to look at this kid, Nick Taylor, and go, oh my God, this guy's a machine. Yeah. Like that was birdie, birdie, par, birdie, 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 finish.
1: Finish, insane. That's to insane. catch Yeah, Charlie Hoffman, which looked like no one, he was going to walk away with it unless yeah. someone caught him. And he just made it happen. He made it happen. Yeah.
0: And then Charlie Hoffman, we wanted to touch on to bring it back to what we're doing here at Swing. Yeah, yeah. When he's walking up to the 18th tee. Yeah. They're obviously calling his name. He's one ahead at this stage. And he picks his hat up. And as a result, as he goes to grab his hat, his shoulder scapula rides up his ribcage. And you and I talked about how poor his posture is. Yeah. And then you said to me about the heated vest. Yeah. So Heated lumbar.
1: Yeah. And it, it's interesting. After a long career in PJ2 or 48 years old, some wear and tear. I mean, right after he finished his round, he was just staying warm on the, the driving range in case someone caught up to him. Um, had like one of those heated lumbar um, braces on. Yeah. He's hitting balls with so it. Walked all the way up until he was on the tee box on 18 for first playoff. So it suggests that he's getting Take a it little it tight. Yeah. And he just looks on base. what we're seeing with like that right shoulder in particular, really down and kind of anterior tilted. Um, probably a compensation for stuff going on at the hips and it makes no, you know, surprise to me that his lower back caught him between that.
0: Here's where we think physical therapists, and certainly we don't um, profess trainers here at Swing, we, we like doctors of PT. So what I usually find as the guy who's the go-between between mm-hmm. customer and, and, you know, Sean's brilliance getting them to move is, Most of the time, a customer comes into us with Charlie, whose shoulder, certainly his right shoulder, his scapular bone is riding so far up his rib cage and up on the top of his shoulder complex. Most practitioners look at the shoulder, but you're a little different that you'll look up and down the chain. I suspect
1: that that whole shoulder scapular position is a counterbalance to probably something going on in his hips. Yeah, Um, which would
0: suggest he had because of his lower back.
1: Yeah, and and then you're like, oh, well, lower back is clearly sore if he's using a, a heating brace so i imagine and it's one of those things okay so you can get his shoulder doing some things he can pull it into a better looking position yeah but his brain's holding it there for a reason and my idea of, of actually addressing that would be let's go find that deep down reason where it kicks off this whole myriad of postural um, compensations and go address the the root kind of deepest down layer and then just unpack it from there until eventually that shoulder blades actually incentivized to stay where it normally would so you're saying
0: from a layman is that the reason the shoulder scapular bone rides up is because of another result
1: yeah, yeah. more of a, a secondary effect as opposed to oh his shoulder must actually have an issue and it could but um those postural things usually are coming from uh, systematic involvement as opposed to just one thing i mean he's
0: with his right shoulder being so uh out of stability aligned position his thoracic mobility has to get super tight after the end of the round
1: yeah you'd think so so it, it makes sense you know he's he's got to stay warm he knows he's got to keep playing yeah if he cools down that first swing on the playoff hole is going to be a, a tough one
0: imagine face open he's going to carve it right
1: yeah but he came out birdie's oh, first playoff so hole. impressive Hard the second one but Nick Taylor just he wasn't going to take no for an answer. Yeah,
0: it was it was just brilliant and Charlie yeah. I don't know him but he seems like just a phenomenal individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 17 years out on tour, he's never won the waste management open I yeah, presume his little man, contract is so close. Yeah, he would have had a pretty um, massive bump up to win his own yeah. win his own events. And you mentioned something about how he walked which which I found interesting. Yeah,
1: so I mean I was just kind of taking in the whole scenario and he just walks very stiff, like his arms swing a little bit, but his body's just moving like a plank.
0: So we got to get Charlie doing Zoolander here in the city. Yeah,
1: yeah, you got to let things swing a little bit. But it, it's, it's never going to change unless you get down to those root causes. So, yeah. you know, that's where, in my eyes, that's, it's my job to find those and address that stuff so the rest just falls into Yeah,
0: place. so look, when you're out there, and it doesn't matter what town, what little country town or big city you're in, what we're finding here at Swing is that, Most people who have an injury, and let's face it, that's probably 40% of our customer base has some niggle, Mm -hmm. as certainly as we get older. And we're trying to identify the niggle before it gets an injury so that injury never occurs. But try to make sure that your practitioner, which is what we wanted to bring this this episode about today, make sure your practitioner like uh, Sean here looks at the holistic issue, not just the joint. And that's kind of why I built swing because everyone looked at my knees or my shoulders, but they should have looked at me. And I love how you do that. So Super Brain Katie, who's going uh, to put our, put our video up here. We got a really nice video, as, as I said, when he was walking up to 18. Mm-hmm. I mean, his shoulder was an absolute mess. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you
1: know, I find just very, very rarely, if ever there's – No isolated events in the body there's connection all throughout and it's it's very easy to get focused tunnel vision on one thing but you got to look at the whole thing um and from a bigger picture and then you can dive down into what needs addressing but love it hey a lot going on in the golf swing so we need to make sure it's all on the same page
0: remember what's our goal our goal is face less than path yep pretty simple
1: yep there we go all right. Well, that wraps it up for today. But again, thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate the support. Um, keep sharing it. Keep subscribing. And uh, next week we're going to be back with, with a little more talk.
0: Yeah. Beauty golfers, look, thanks for listening to Pivot the Path. And remember, your on-course enjoyment starts with the work you put into your entire game. So you can absolutely own your swing. Keep swinging. Keep playing.
1: Yep. Stay safe in New York City if you're around and uh, we'll see you next week.